1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today.
2: It is a phenomenal football Friday. It is Nick Costos. It is Ken Barkley. It is You Better You Bet. And it is you here with us. On the BetQL network. Simulcast by our friends at Stadium for the next two hours. We got a badass two hours of wagertainment coming your way to get you set to bet and win this weekend on the National Football League and Monday, national championship game in college football with Michigan and Washington. Colin Wilson from the Big Bets on Campus podcast joins us in 20 minutes, talking the natty. So, too, will Rod Gilmore from ESPN. Rod Gilmore, ESPN college football analyst, stops by in 40 minutes. Next hour on the show, Brad Evans stops by, our stadium teammate from live on the line, giving us prop bets for week 18 in the National Football League, and also next hour on the show, we'll be reading your favorite football bets for the weekend, you being the people watching the show right now on YouTube and Twitch, youtube.com backslash sports twitch.tv backslash betql. Type your favorite football bet in for Week 18 in the NFL in the chats, and uh, Ken and I will talk about them coming up next hour on the show, whether we like your bet or not, not that that means it's going to win or lose, but we'll talk about it, how we feel about the bet, could be sides, totals, parlays, teasers, props, whatever, type your favorite bet coming up in the NFL this weekend in the chats on YouTube and Twitch, we will discuss next hour on the show, but joining us right now to kick off the fun and frivolity on this phenomenal football Friday, five words that start... With P is our friend Sam Paniadovich from Nesson, Fox Sports, and the Chicken Dinner Podcast on Twitter at SPShoot. Sammy, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy New Year, my friend. How's it going?
3: It's going well. I just want you to know I am standing outside in 27-degree Boston to take this phone call with you guys. And I can only hope, (laughs) I can only hope the temperature is worse And the wind and weather is worse this Sunday. I mean, we're we're talking about potentially, I I know how some of these weather people go, you know, they they tell you there's going to be 12 inches of snow and then there's three. But, I mean, if it's anywhere near this on Sunday, added into a 20-mile-an-hour wind, I don't know how we're going to see any offense at Foxborough.
0: Yeah, Sam, and here in Connecticut, on Saturday night to Sunday morning, we're supposed to get like almost a foot of snow so I think the question for the the Jets Patriots game obviously on Sunday is just like is it still awful by the time the game starts I think is like the only question like it's going to be awful can it be awful from 1 to 4 p.m. Eastern that's what and how many kicking prop unders can I bet if that's going to be the case that's like really all we have left to uh to figure out we were doing Sam a lot of NFL awards I know you have some games you want to talk about too including that Jets Patriots game and maybe how to play the total but just we were doing a ton of NFL awards I'm just curious you know I know you you kind of like you know, you'll hop in and bet a market if you think there's like a really valuable long shot to bet. I think you made like Tyreek MVP isn't going to win. I think you made a great bet this year that had a chance to age really, really well. I'm just curious with one week to go. So many of these award markets still seem up in the air. Have you been shopping anything? Both rookie markets have moved a lot. Comeback player of the year, uh, offensive player of the year with Tyreek seemingly still alive, defensive player of the year. Nobody seems to know anything. Did anything catch your eye this week when you were looking at all this stuff?
3: You know, I, the one guy that I wanted to get down on that I couldn't was Kobe Turner. Uh, obviously, that's been discussed by people that whacked it quicker than I could. He's down to like five to one at one shop. Um, but no, there's there's really nothing. I can tell you this, though, Ken. A lot of these books, what they'll do now is they'll take these favorites. Like, if, if they have a position on a guy like Demar Hamlin, they're going to make everybody else a little more expensive. And there will be people that will look at you know Baker Mayfield's odds or Matthew Stafford's odds or even Joe Flacco's odds now. And remember, Flacco was a hundred to one a month ago, five weeks ago, and now he's like between a dollar and two dollars. And they'll go, ooh, look what I can get. And, and the reality is, you know, most of these favorites are going to win. So I, I guess my advice would be this simple: don't mind these longer shots because they're they're probably not going to happen. I, I know that's sort of a cop out answer, but. A lot of this stuff is mostly done. I think the one interesting guy that I thought about was Nakua for Offensive Player of the Year. I mean, he's only like 50 yards away from breaking the rookie record, I think. Maybe there's a case there. But then what happens if C.J. Stroud gets the Texans into the playoffs? He's probably going to win the award. So I feel like most of this stuff is decided. But I know for a fact some of these books across America are going to take these dogs and make them bigger dogs because they believe in the favorites, and they're just trying to take your money.
2: Now listen, like when these numbers come up, the lesson is you gotta you gotta whack them pretty quickly. When these numbers come up, you gotta back, make sure back, that uh, back, that back, someone back, else back, doesn't back. someone else doesn't whack them first. You gotta whack them quickly yourself. Sammy, let's go to watch uh, the Sunday here in the National Football League. You reference the weather right now in Foxborough, and just like. In the Northeast, Like, I walked outside this morning and, like, immediately wanted to walk back inside because it was, like, 20 degrees this morning. So, big-time cold front snow expected here in the Northeast. And, Sammy, I think that leads us to the first bet that you really like this weekend. Uh, tell us what you like here coming up with the Jets and the Patriots Sunday in Foxborough. And maybe, maybe the swan song for Billy B as head coach of the New England Patriots.
3: Yeah, there was a report from the Boston Herald, Andrew Callahan, with some help from Doug Kide. They were basically just putting Belichick on the spit and turning him over and over and over again. It's just a lot of bad stuff around that team. And I don't know I don't know that there's any edge sidewise. I mean I, I know the public likes the Patriots. The Jets suck, but I mean the Patriots suck too. So um as I said up the top I'm, I'm walking around Boston outside right now. I've been on the phone for three minutes. I can't feel my hand. So I can't imagine what it's going to be like on Sunday. I know these guys are professional athletes and I'm a dork that wears glasses, but it's, it's freaking cold out <laughs> here, man. And it's, it's really, you know, I wanted to get ahead of it. I know that this total, like South Point open 32 Superbook open 34, it's mostly 30 and a half, but here's what's going to happen. These networks are going to put the cameras on all these stadiums in the Northeast on Sunday. And, and you're going to see the snow and the plows and, the, the flag's whipping left to right, and you're going to go, oh, I, I like the under. And, and that 30-and-a-half, which is pretty low, it honestly, guys, on a Friday afternoon might not be low enough. Like, if we see Foxborough buried in snow and nobody can, like, see eight yards in front of them, that total could be 27-and-a-half. So all that said, even if we don't get the heavy snow, the wind ain't going anywhere. And, and two backup quarterbacks that have no weapons – no receivers aside from Wilson on the Jets. It's just going to be an ugly game. And these teams have nothing to play for. They're going to just get out of there, go on to the offseason. I think it's like a 16-10 final. So at 30-and-a-half, I'm under. I don't care.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm tempted to be with you, Sam. I was, I was already looking at so many prop markets for this game like, safety defensive touchdown just like stuff and stuff implying just the defenses are way better than the offenses and it might be a blizzard um another uh trend or angle that comes up a lot of times same in the final week of the season the teams that have something to play for against the teams that don't have anything to play for. And frequently you'll obviously see this priced in where the team that has something to play for will get kind of like bet out or they'll open a bigger favorite. There's been value historically on like these teams that seemingly like don't want, don't care or or maybe you're going to lose the game. I think that's that probably has something to do at least with your angle here in Tampa and Carolina where Carolina's got betting down, uh, bet down, excuse me. Tampa only a four and a half point favorite. Todd Bowles saying earlier today, Baker Mayfield, despite his rib injury is going to start and play in the game. So like good news for, Baker Mayfield Comeback Player of the Year people or anybody has got Tampa to make the playoffs. What's your bet here, Tampa and Carolina,
3: with Tampa obviously playing for the division? I learned a lot of things living in Vegas, and one that always really stuck with me was I came off the set one time. I was hosting at v and I, I was talking with Chris Andrews about a game, and I had liked a team that was at the time like 8-7 and seven and had to win because you only had 16 games back then. And I said, look, this team needs to win. I, I really like them. And Chris put his arm around me and said, buddy, they have to win because they're not that good. And that that sort of always stuck with me. Now, in a vacuum, I don't think that's true across the board, but I don't remember an appetite for people to bet a team that's 8-8 eight and eight in the worst division in football, laying points on the road. Let's go back a month. Tampa Bay is a three, three-and-a-half point favorite at home against Carolina. Now the game goes to Charlotte and Tampa's laying more? Like, I know, Tampa's been playing better ball. But Carolina, for all this talk about Carolina's got nothing to play for, Carolina freaking hates Tampa. And Carolina also doesn't have its first-round pick. That's going to Chicago. I think the Panthers come out here and try and knock Tampa out of the playoffs. And you're going to see them play loose. You might see some trickeration. you got guys playing for jobs next year. Don't think that Tampa is a layup. And, and, and it's funny, you know, a lot of these books are telling me, well, seven of every ten bets and eight of every ten bets are on Tampa. Yeah, the line has moved from five and a half to four and a half. So I'm going to take the two-win team. It's not going to be popular, but it's already done, boys. It's already done. All right, so Sammy,
2: rolling with the uh, Carolina Panthers. Make Maybe maybe you need David Tepper to throw a drink in Baker Mayfield's face before, like, a critical fourth down play. We'll see how it goes coming up on Sunday. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here. Phenomenal Football Friday. Our guest is Sam Paniadovich, Nesson Fox Sports Chicken Dinner Podcast on Twitter at SPShoot. And, uh... Sam, we appreciate you being outside because my hands always hurt when I'm outside in the cold for too long, and Sam's holding the phone right now to his ear. We very much appreciate it. Sam, let's get your thoughts on the Natty coming up on Monday. I know you have a college basketball bet um, for tonight, I believe, that we'll get to in a minute here. But thoughts on Michigan and Washington in the national championship game. at bet MGM, the current side in total. Michigan, a... F- Again, between four and four and a half. We'll call it four and a half. Michigan favored by four and a half. Total 56 and a half. What do you like here, Uh, Michigan and Washington in the national championship game?
3: Yeah, I thought this game, I mean, going into the the semifinals, I had Michigan six on Washington. And obviously, you come a little bit lower than that because Michigan wins in overtime and Washington wins outright against Texas. But I, I still think my true number on the game is like five, five and a half, which... You know, if you're talking Wolverines minus five and a half, that's a money line price of minus 250. And I haven't done this all season. You guys know me. I'm usually minus 110 or plus money. I did lay 130 once this year. I put Michigan money line in. This feels like one of those underpriced boxers, you know, like when we saw Mayweather McGregor. Mayweather should have been minus 1,000, not minus 400. I, I think Michigan should be like 250, 270. And Two things work against the price. Number one, Penix threw for 430 yards, and and, and Washington Moneyline is very popular right now. Number two, think about this. All those Washington futures from, like, a month out at 25 to 1, at 20 to 1, and then coming into the Pac-12 championship, it's 12 to 1. All of that distorts the price. So I, I was hoping to lay three, three and a half. That ain't possible. What I will do, though, is take the money that we've made the last five weeks, spend a little extra, and lay Michigan money line. I know it might be square. I don't give a damn. At at minus 190, when I think it should be minus 250, I have an edge, and I'm going to bet it. And here's the best part. If Michigan's up 11 and Washington scores late to lose by four, I'm good. So Michigan just cares about winning. And for the extra 80 cents, I'm willing to bet and find out.
0: Oh man, I just, I hope they win. I really, really do. It'd be really nice. Uh, also, I, I don't know what the square bet's going to end up being in the games. I Michigan Moneyline would be like my last pick of what the square bet is going to be in the game. My bet is wa- Washington to win is probably going to be the square bet in the game. Not that that has to win or lose, just what I think the square bet's going to be. We have like a, about a minute, 90 seconds left, Sam. Nick and I were talking before the show, actually, and it's just like, you know, it's, a, it's like the first week of January. I'm still not into college hoops at all. I know Nick isn't either. Usually when we kind of, you know, we have our heads buried in the NFL season, and when we when we come up for air after the Super Bowl, that's when we start really getting into this stuff. But you have a bet tonight in college hoops. It's actually a better slate than I expected for a Friday night uh, in a Big Ten game. Much tell us about it here in, a, in about a minute.
3: Yeah, if my phone will hold up against the uh, the weather out here, I will I will get through to it. Um, I uh, on chicken dinner we talked about this bet earlier in the week. Purdue was a six and a half point favorite at Maryland, and Maryland was getting a lot of the money because you know Maryland's very good at home which is dumb, doesn't matter what they did four years ago, it matters about this team, Purdue rolled them. And now Purdue's laying 10-and-a-half at home against Illinois. It was 10-and-a-half, I don't know what it is right now, but we took 10-and-a-half 10. 10. Illinois's down Terrence Shannon, but Illinois moved the ball really well in its last game. Illinois's got three guys that can sort of give Edie fits. I like Purdue a lot. I think their national title good, but I don't think they're 10 points better than Illinois in West Lafayette. So I took the points with the orange and blue, Uh, Even without Terrence Shannon, I like him. Still sitting,
2: by the way, at 10.5 right now at our show sponsor, BetMGM. Sammy, we appreciate it, brother. I got to tell you, man, being outside in this weather is is no fun. Uh, Check Sammy out on Nessen. Read his work over at Fox Sports. Also check him out with our pal Chris Felica on the Bear Bets podcast. And Sammy's sports betting podcast is Chicken Dinner, and he's on Twitter at SPShoot. My friend, good luck with all the bets this weekend. Uh, Stay well, and we will talk to you for the NFL playoffs.
3: Oh, I'm excited. Happy New Year, guys. See ya. Sam
2: Petty ought to joining us. He's basically like, "Please get to the outdoors please, so I can please. go inside."
0: Well, he'd be talking and all of a sudden they'd be like, <laughs> "And I'd be like, "Oh, that sounds miserable." <laughs> like, "Oh, that sounds that sounds just awful." <laughs> it is. We've had a very mild start to the winter here like last couple of weeks over the holidays, obviously. It hasn't been that bad. Not anymore. Not not anymore. <laughs> uh, it's chillier bones kind of weather outside. And it's gonna be that way this weekend, which we'll obviously get into when we talk about the the Patriots Jets game.
2: And I'm very like I I I hate warming up my car, and I feel like uh, I have
0: it's to so depressing. It's always the time of your day when you when you're the most just like, what am I doing with my life? Like it's always when the car is warming up. It's always when you end up asking yourself that question.
2: And you know what I do? I don't. I just get it. I get in that bitch and I just start driving. <laughs> so,
0: so. Why ask the and tough I'm, questions? You just speed away, you
2: know? What... And, I'm, and, I, and I'm freezing for a couple of minutes. What can you do? All right. On the other side, more expert analysis for the national championship game, Michigan and Washington. Our good friend Colin Wilson for the Big Bets on Campus podcast and the Action Network stops by to dish on all things national title.
1: Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.